Push press the record button. I was streaming, but I didn't press the record button. That's right at the beginning. Welcome to Hit in Abyss. This is a 5th edition homebrew Dungeons & Dragons campaign setting. Tonight is episode 65, Statue Made Me Fry. This is group 2. My name is Crash. I'm joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Arshbeth, Ellie, Eo, Jen, Matt, and Eric. When you make me read through the second time, I say it faster. Last week, there was fun to be had by all. There was, um, there was combat. You rolled for initiative twice, if I recall. Oh, right, the Beholders. Yes. Oh, right. Yes, there was no beauty, but there were eyes. Yes. Far too many. Yes. Well, some of them were dead. They were well, they were about <laughs> Yeah, they were talking about windows. Ellie did a... Well, not Ellie. There is no Ellie, only Mazir. Mazir did a wonderful trick of casting darkness on a dagger and then attaching that dagger via the pointy end to one of the beholders, which is an interesting tactic that I expect will be used again at some point. <laughs> and then a creepy skeletal creature grabbed Kevin and took him away. And you were all like, well, he's gone now. I don't know. Actually, I'm the DM. I do know how Kevin feels about this. He he's not he does not consider it to be one of the finest moments that was done by a ragtag band of adventurers. Um and then you went into the castle, which turned the lights on for you, led you into a room with a statue, and Mazir, having slippers of spider climbing, decided the best thing to do in the situation would be to climb up the statue. Putting one foot foot on the base of the statue caused the statue to turn and look at Mazir. And that's where we ended it. So, um, Mazir, this statue is looking at you with a disdainful look on your on it on your face. Yeah, that would be weird. Um, but there is maybe there's a bit of a family resemblance. It's hard to tell. There's nothing that rules it out. Is there anything you'd like to do as a reaction to this? And I mean actual reaction, not game mechanics reaction. That'd be different. <laughs> well, it's so tall that it's hard for it not to look down its nose. Um, I'll take my foot off the pedestal then. I didn't know it was a moving statue. It raises its hands in the air above its head. Like a surrender or like spell The palms casting? are facing each other. So your guess would be if they were surrendering, the palms would be facing you. Okay, so more spell casting than surrendering. Yes. Give me an arcana check. All oh, right, I, gonna, I will give you an arcana check. I thought I was going to raise its hand in the air and wave it like I just don't care. Then cha-cha's left. At least it's not trying to raise the roof. Nineteen. He, he is not trying to raise the roof. Uh, the roof is varying heights. It doesn't seem to matter when you look at it, what the height was before. With a 19, uh, this does not appear to be any spell that you have recognized being prepared. Y- you are aware of various um, spell components that would require various hand gestures. This is not necessarily one of them. Hmm. All right. So that's not a spell casting gesture. That's not any kind of indication of surrender, so... Although you've also met sorcerers, and they often have a different way of doing things. Like, say, for example, the new math is different from the old math, Ah. but it gets you the same answer. So it still might be casting a spell, it's just, like, they didn't learn that from any school you went to. I mean, for one, there's no undead hands crawling around, no one is being turned into a scarecrow, and you don't think you can poison the statue. That's fair. Yet. <laughs> I got, does I Eric got have inspiration? <laughs> yes, he does. He had it yes, last. Then last. you're not getting another point because you haven't spent that one yet. Has the statue stopped moving? It's holding its hands there. Hmm. It has stopped moving. And this is not where its hands were before. Oh, no. No, its hands were at its sides before. And 
those of you with a passive perception of frickin' 20, of which that's more than one of you in this party, are starting to see the air between its hands shimmer slightly. Uh, not Not unlike the air above a grill on a hot summer day when somebody is making delicious food. I want to go around and look at the backside of the statue because I don't want to be in front of whatever is about to come out. Counter spell? No. There is a I mean, form beginning to exist. The shimmering is taking a shape. It's actually a. It's not that big a form. I mean, you. Does you it look like? It's not a beholder. It's not a large spider creature. It's not a, a skeletal figure with very long arms. You can safely rule all of those out. I'm going to separate myself from the rest of the party. Okay. It looks like it has wings. Can I roll Arcana again? Is that a spell that can be interrupted or the tower being the tower? I'm not even going to require a roll for that. I'm just going to go off the previous 19. Um, The tower is powered. You you already know the tower is powered through um, a fragment of the Infernal Machine of Lum the Mad. Yep. Which is magical. In the sense that it defies the laws of physics that are definable. Uh, it's sufficiently advanced technology, let's put it that way. So you could try a counterspell, but you're doubtful that a counterspell would work. This does not appear to be a spell that's being cast. This is a lair action. I, Monsieur, your call. The form Want is me turning to try red. to interrupt. Yeah, good. All right, that's not a good sign. Most of, well, the center portion is red. It, it's The wings don't appear to be turning red, just the middle part. Should we, I can try smacking the statue, see if that disrupts it. I was going to fire a magic missile through the space that it's forming it's in. So I'm going to do that. Archbeth, I'm shush going... now. <laughs> if it summoned Zeely, I would be concerned. <laughs> Mostly I would be concerned that uh, I would have to be two people at once. <laughs> okay, I don't want to give away any spoilers, but I, as a DM, am going to tell you right now, in a way that I am not going to back down from this, you are only being asked to play Bryn tonight. I will not ask you to play any other characters, okay? Thank you. You're not going off to the moon or to Coombridge or to Faerun or to anywhere else that any of your characters happen to be. You are only, well, let me rephrase. I'm I'm also asking you to be Eo because I will never ask you to not be yourself. That's fair. Okay. But also I'm going to fire a magic missile through the form. Okay. Go ahead and roll your damage for it. All right. Um, That's going to be regular first level magic missile. So three darts. So that's going to be 11 force damage to the shimmering thing the shimmering thing takes the force damage it moves backwards so that it's no longer between the upraised hands of the statue and it becomes fully solid it appears to be a small like almost brin sized um anthropomorphic alligator thing with red scales like imagine if you will a pocket dragon but its wings are made of platinum (laughs) what i don't think I don't think I ever seen this in my monstrous manual. <laughs> I would say it, not. It lands on the statue's shoulder and cackles maniacally 
as its eyes glow red. Okay, that's not a demon. That's too small to be a dragon born by far, and it has a tail. Um, I don't know what kind of sorceress bloodline would. And then it yells, "Chromatic orb!" <laughs> oh, oh, counterspell. Roll for initiative. Hey, uh, I rolled an eight. I'm using the uh, paper again. Or the. You may use whatever you want to use to roll, so long as it's not. Uh, I wrote an eight down, so that I, that's an eight or something. Like <laughs> no. Oh, I I seem to have rolled twenty five. You just wrote twenty five. <laughs> yes, twenty five. <laughs> there was a time period when um, TSR was they hadn't budgeted very well, so they didn't have polyhedral dice. So they actually gave you like cardboard pieces that you had to break apart that had numbers on them. You're supposed to put them in a baggie and pull out numbers at random. Apparently, Ulfgar got two successes, a threat, and a dark side pip. <laughs> the DM is okay with this. And I see Mazir got a 10. And I see Bryn got a 5. I'm okay with it. Okay. Huh. That's interesting. Someone got an 18, but you don't see them. So pretend I didn't say anything. Um, Ulfgar, you're up. Okay. Uh, this thing casting a spell... Uh, and it's a small dragon-like looking thing sitting on the shoulder. Well, the statue appears to have done what it was doing because it brought right. the small pocket dragon into existence. Pocket dragon, okay. Yeah. And considering you and have seen exactly. other things that you assumed were conjured and created out of magic, this seems to be where it's done. Yeah, and this definitely looks like some of the uh, similar nonsense we've been dealing with with the Niyogi or whatever they were, those spider scorpion thingies. Yeah, well, the Niyogi uh, are the Monday game. This is Those were different oh, oh. horrible spider thingies. Apparently, that's a thing that D&D developers are like, hmm, well, this is a common nightmare. Let's give it form. <laughs> All right. Um, well, let's see what happens. Uh, Bryn tried a magic missile before... Uh, while it was still not quite here, it didn't seem to notice oh, it, or care. it connected. It connected. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so we'll this try that. This would have been knocked on the ground, but it used its wings to glide back to the statue's shoulder. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. We'll upcast it a little bit. We'll do a second level spell, a magic missile on it. We'll see how that see how that likes it. 4d4 plus 4. Wow. 16 points of force damage. Noted. Okay. Next up is the statue. The statue takes one hand and puts it on its chest, so palm facing the chest, and uh, wispy flames appear to be, like, wrapping around it. And that's its action. Mazir, it's your turn. Sorry, dogs just started barking. Dog! 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 I'm here. I'm trying to visualize the space that we're in. Uh, it's a round room. I think you said you were separating yourself from the rest of the group. Statue is right in the middle uh-huh. with... Um, this NPC Zeely cackling on top of the statue's shoulder. I think someone else said they were moving away from the rest of the group as well. I was trying to get behind the statue. Okay. If its hands were pointing whatever direction, I wanted to be looking at the statue's backside. So, well, it does work out, but still. Uh, so I'm going yeah. to say that Eric and Bryn are in front of it. Mazir is yes. to the left or right side, you pick, and Ulfgar's behind it. Being in front is so so passe. Say like I'm 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 flicking my my. Uh, you are preparing for a frontal assault. That's correct. I did add that. Like, Animal puppets, I... balloons. You know. 
I cast Cloud of Daggers so that it catches both the dragon creature and the statue. Well, considering that the statue is incredibly tall and the dragon creature is on its shoulder, it's safe to say that you can cast this in a way that no one in the party, unless they are standing near a comically positioned spring trap, is going to be in danger of hitting the Cloud of Daggers. I'm assuming I have to make saving throws? Um, When it enters the... There's no saving throw. Uh, when it enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, uh, it just takes the damage. Okay. Well, you just cast the spell. This turn, they are in it. So roll your damage. Oh, because they're going to go right... Okay. I uh, used the thing on the sheet, and that gives me eight damage. It gave you eight damage? One plus one plus four plus two. Okay. I'm just making sure I heard correctly. And that might not be how it's supposed to be interpreted for giving damage, but this means the fight goes a little bit faster and the DM is all for this. And I'm staying where I am. Okay. Eric. Yo. What would you like to do? Uh, Your best assumption is that these things are hostile. If they weren't before, several attacks have been made against them. Also, the the maniacal laughter is getting to be a bit of a thing. It hasn't stopped yet. So let's let's try waking it up and, uh, well, it's probably already woken, but uh, let's try hitting it with Brennan Smith. Uh, the attack okay. from the sword with Brennan. Okay. And you're attacking the statue specifically, I'm assuming. Correct. Yep. Okay. Go ahead and make your 23. Run. A 23 will hit. Uh, initial damage is 11. Let me do the Brennan Smith. Um, where'd it go? There it is. It's going to be 2d6 uh, damage. Okay, and Branding Smite, if I remember correctly, gives it a faint glow as well. Um, the next time you hit a creature with your uh, whipping attack before it ends, the weapon gleams with astral radiance as you strike. The strike deals 2d6 radiant damage, which is visible if not invisible. And the target sheds sheds deem light in a five-foot radius and cannot become invisible until the next spell ends. There we go. Yep, so the statue is now glowing. Also, you take it off bright. a chunk. Ooh, nice. Yep, the chunk falls to the ground and shatters. It's the leg is a lot thinner than it used to be. It's still clearly holding the statue's weight. But if this had not been a statue, if it was made of like flesh and bone other than stone, I'm a poet and I didn't know it, uh, then you suspect that this person would be going down. Now, is there a, is there another, uh, does it have it? What is this using as far as an, uh, as far as a what? A weapon. The statue does not appear to be armed. Neither does the pocket dragon. Okay. Gotcha. Um, let's yes, go ahead and use the Archbeth is right. They both have two arms. Yes. <laughs> they, they are armed with their dragon. arms. They, those are vital for many spell components. It looked at another way. The statue is wielding the pocket dragon. <laughs> Accurate. And do you have inspiration? Let's go ahead and use a menacing attack. The statue grabs the pocket dragon by the tail and swings it as a mace. Woo, woo, woo. You all take fire damage from impacts. Oh, um, additionally, Eric, you had a very possible yes. hit. You did. All right. So you triggered something. Ooh. Yes. No, not ooh. <laughs> oh, no good? Okay. No ooh. <laughs> well, he's from Plantain. So, you know, he might just say, well, this is like July. But you're going to take 2d8 fire damage. So I'm going to roll that for you. Yeah. I've pulled four, this trick before. <laughs> and an eight. So you take 12 points of fire damage. I'm resistant. Then you're taking six points of fire damage. Okay. Um, my secondary attack, I'd like to use a menacing strike. Okay. Let's see if it hit first. Uh, how about a 19? A 19 will also hit. 
All right, menacing strike or menacing attack. Well, when you hit an attack, uh, when you hit with a weapon attack, you can expend one superiority die. And now the total of the damage roll and the target must make a wisdom save uh, DC 16. On a failure, it is frightened until the end of your next turn. The DM is looking. Uh, the damage is a, initial damage with the strike is five plus 11. So on that turn, uh, 16 damage, whether it's, whether it's frightened or not, it's up to you. It does not appear to be frightened, but you've taken off the leg completely. Oh, wonderful. Well, no, not completely. You've taken it off below the knee. The statue is on a pedestal, and it's high enough that you would, you'd have to be doing a, a comical, and I appreciate that I get to use that word more than once in this combat, a comical jump and swing over and over again to be able to take off the leg at the waist, but you have taken the leg off at the knee. I, I should. <laughs> it, it has remained standing. Hey, well, let's continue. I'm going to go ahead it, and... Uh, it's insisting that it's just a flesh wound. <laughs> well, let's continue. I want to action surge the son of a gun. It, it, it's had worse. Okay, we're going to go ahead and attack, uh, attack again. Uh, we're going to hit for 6 plus 8, which is... I'm oh, sorry. Um, apologize. That's a, a attack. 14. A 14 will hit. Okay, cool. For a giant statue, uh, it's a very low AC. <laughs> it's almost as if, if you're made of stone, you have a hard time dodging. <laughs> also, it's made out of a very soft material. Okay, uh, I do 10 damage for this one. Okay. Um, You've never see. seen a bloodied statue before. Another action, uh, that was, or that was the action, so I get two attacks per action. Let's go ahead and attack one more time. Uh, how about a 20? Is that a hit? A nat 20? Uh, no, I, I, that's going to be a, a dirty 20. Sorry about that. Well, yes, a dirty 20 hits. Okay, so the also damage is a nat 5 20. plus... <laughs> Five plus four, uh, that's nine nine damage. Statue is definitely bloodied. Okay, guys, now it's your turn. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. No, now it's now it's we... the winged kobold's turn. Oh, okay, let's do it. I hope and... I grabbed enough attention to say hello. Okay, so the, the winged kobold goes, Chromatic Orb! Counterspell? No. Go ahead and roll. Actually, um... hold on. Chromatic Orb is low enough spell level that count, that counters instantly, doesn't it? Yep, unless uh, it's being upcast. It wasn't being upcast. So the winged kobold yells chromatic orb, and the spell fizzles, and the head turns and looks at you, Bryn, and she laughs some more, and she says, Quicken spell, firebolt! Oh, no. Absorb elements. Can't. I already took a oh. reaction. Okay. Then I will counter... Oh, uh, wait, that's a fire. That's a cantrip. Nah. That is a cantrip. Yeah. And that is a 21 to hit. That's going to hit. Is Bryn within 30 feet of Ulfgar? Probably. Um, no, Bryn's in front of the yeah. statue. Ulfgar's behind it. Oh. Okay. Bryn's got a 60-foot radius. Well, no, di- diameter. Okay. 60-foot diameter, but still. Okay. That is... Huh. So I, I'm i using the built-in dice rolls in D&D Beyond. It got a 21 to hit and a 21 for damage. Oof. Using totally different dice. But that is 21 points of fire damage to Bryn. I am now out of temporary hit points, but I am otherwise fine. Also, you feel like if you had some method of being resistant to fire damage, you would not have been able to use that resistance case. For some strange reason, you think that would have been a thing. <laughs> just for yeah, record it's a thing. Keeping, just for record keeping, the uh, the hollow Zeely should have taken 12 points of damage at the start of her turn from the Cloud of Dagger. Okay, noted. Bryn. All right. I'm going to cast Dominate Person, or at least I'm going to try. And 
I'm an enchantment wizard, which means that on the off chance the statue counts as a humanoid, I could target both at once. I'm guessing it doesn't count as a humanoid? I am not going to count the statue as a humanoid. Okay. So, uh, Holozili needs to make a wisdom saving throw, DC 16. Holozili casts counterspell. Um. Ulfgar casts counterspell. Do I need to... <laughs> let me... This is like Magic I the need... Gathering all over again. <laughs> uh, I like playing blue decks. You guys stop with your decks. Okay, so, wait. <laughs> Ulfgar is countering the counterspell of the Holozili, so that your spell can try to go through. Also, Dominate Person is 5th level, which means unless she's upcasting Counterspell, she will have to make an ability check with her spellcasting thingy. I do not believe you can have proficiency in it. The DM is looking things up. Of course, her spellcasting modifier is plus 5 if this is... uh, If Holosila uses... I was gonna try to. I was gonna try to use my reaction to absorb some of that fire damage, but um, you're too far away. But I can certainly counterspell a counterspell. Now the DC is 15 to counter your spell, correct, Bryn? Yes. You're saying casting fifth level is 10 plus the spell's level. Um, right, and it is just a spell casting ability check, no proficiency bonus, and not a save. Okay, but the spell casting modifier, like you said, is plus five. Yep. So that brings this roll up to a 13. Oh, um, so wisdom saving throw for Holozeli. DC 16. I rolled a 16 on the die. Oh, yeah, she does not have a negative wisdom modifier. <laughs> no, she does not. We may be assuming facts, not in evidence here. Oh, yeah, there there may be some metagaming occurring at this moment. <laughs> malarkey. I, I chalk it up to timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly. Okay, next up. Uh, Eric, give me a perception check. Uh, dirty 20. Okay, you hear a muffled voice. You don't know what it's saying, but there's, there's a voice coming from inside the statue. You've traced the voice. It's coming from inside the statue. It is not coming from the statue's head. But I have no idea what it's saying. No. Imagine, if you will, that someone was screaming into a pillow. Uh, guys, uh, this, 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 this statue's, uh, uh, trying to speak. I can, I, at least I can hear. What's it saying? I cannot, I can't, I cannot tell. It sounds like, uh, it's swallowing eggs. Swallowing eggs? Or it's trying to talk, and but it's trying to talk, and it has a bunch of, bunch of food inside of its mouth. Also, I should have had you roll 2d8, well, I should have rolled 2d8 points of fire damage for you every time you had a hit last turn. Okay. The DM will remember it this time, but he's not going back. Okay. Okay, but that was what was happening at that initiative. Ulfgar, you're up. Okay. Uh, Holozili, throwing fire. Let's see if it likes some cold. We're going to try a ray of frost. Does a 17 hit the hollow thing? A trap pocket dragon. That's a good question. If one is assuming the uh, actual Zili stats, her AC... Unless she casts shield. Yep. Yeah, I was I'm looking for shield on the character sheet and I'm not seeing shield. I must have scrolled past what? it. What? That that I there don't understand. It okay, it's yeah, first level, oh, yeah. but it's not something that can be upcast, so it's yeah. Oh yeah, so I had it doesn't to go show all up. All the way up to the top. <laughs> and the list is very long with all the things she yes. has that can yes, be upcast. 
Yeah, Hollow uh, Zeely, as you have dubbed her, casts shield, so the spell does bounce off. Okay. All right, just a cantrip. Uh, okay. I will run up a little closer uh, as fast as my stumpy dwarf legs will carry me. Uh, so I will move 25 feet closer to the statue, or so that I can at least be within range of 30 feet of Eric and Zeely. Or, I'm sorry, not Zeely, the Bryn. Eric and Bryn. <laughs> I mean, you can be closer to Zeely if you wish. Yeah. Well, I'm moving closer towards the are. statue, so in effect, I am going closer to Zeely, or the hollow Zeely. I want to make sure that Eric, I don't know if I can get there in that in one movement, which is fine, but I will move closer as much as I can uh, and such, in hopes that I will get closer to Eric and Bryn so that I can use certain other abilities that I have. Okay. The statue holds out a hand and casts Cone of Cold. Ah. Uh, that's going to hit Bryn and Eric, assuming it hits. Those are con saves. DC 17. 26. Nat 20. Okay, nice. so you both make the save. I believe that means half damage. That's 8d8 divided by half. Okay, so you are going to take 16 points of damage of cold. Does it have any other effect, just or just cold damage? Uh, I believe... Um, well, if it killed you, there'd be another effect. Uh, but otherwise, no, there's no additional effect. Although, it started its turn surrounded by a bunch of daggers. So if someone could roll the damage for that. I did. It's nine. Okay. Uh, the top of the head has come off. Oops. Oh, hey. It does and not if there was a hollow gox here, we could make jokes about not knowing it's dead. Yeah, it's 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 half on. It's half, it's Schrodinger's statue. Mazir. Oh right. Um, this seems to be vulnerable to sword damage, so I'm gonna hit it with my sword. Okay. That's so valid. And you've seen Eric take fire damage from hitting it, but that's not stopped you before. Uh, twenty-one. So hit. Uh, 21 will hit. And Eric's within five feet of it. He is. For 23 damage. Okay, and you're going to take five damage because I reduced it from 10. Okay. You've taken the other leg off. All right. It has it has fallen off the pedestal. It has landed on its knees. It, it is now that person who played the character Dorf in those made-for-VHS uh, movies back in the 80s. Tim Conway, not a relative. And Mazir, you are also hearing a muffled screaming coming from inside the torso of this thing. What's a Tim okay. Conway? <laughs> About 20 stone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Simpsons. Thank you for all the reference. And people listening to this after the fact, like, but no one said Tim Conway. No, never mind. Um, moving forward. Mazir, is that your turn? Uh, is the hollow Zeely still hovering up there? Did it fall with the statue? Uh, no, she's got wings. She's, she's cool up there. Okay, then that's my turn. Okay. Eric. Um, yes? Go ahead, you. Sorry. Uh, um, are, are you using the real Zeely sheet to take off hit points? or did I have been I... using the real Zeely okay. sheet to take off hit points, yes. And also cast spells. All right. I will not look at the sheet <laughs> then. I, uh, no, I was no, it's checking fine because... if I deleted shield from it because you were not finding shield. And... The DM doesn't play sorcerers often. Um, there, there is a logic and a reason, such as it is, for how things are going down and why things are going down the way that they are. But I can chalk it off to the being controlling the hollow Zeely is also not very skilled at playing sorcerers. <laughs> so, moving forward. Okay, we have 
this being in front of me with two, and I'm wondering, it's trying to say something, but if I attack it, I won't be able to figure out what it is. Well, right now you're hearing the screaming coming from inside its chest. Crack open the chest. They stab it right in the middle. I'm sure that'll that'll work well. Well, no, we have a hammer. I have a hammer. If I had a hammer... Are you saying that the statue looks like a nail? Well, it might be. It's a chest. It's kind of roundish. It looks like an egg. I'm willing to try to crack the egg open with my mallet. I also, have a... FYI, it's not in the cloud of daggers anymore. Just Sealy. Yeah, it fell. See if we can crack the side and then see if I can rip its chest open with my fist or my hand. That is very uh. violent. <laughs> uh, it's Eric, so... <laughs> also, we're talking about a statue, so... Yeah. So first, let's go ahead and crack this thing in the chest area. Let's see on the side. Let's try it. Okay, to. that's going to be a two-hit roll. Uh, we have a 23. Uh, it's a glancing blow, but I'll accept it. And when I reduce it, you are going to take a whopping two points of damage from fire. Okay, uh, that's ten points of damage to the chest. Okay, I will tell you that because you have another attack available, if you wish to, you can use this attack to pry it open. Yes, I'm going to try that using my bare hands. Okay, you are going to take seven points of fire damage as you do this. I've rounded it down for you already. And when you take this fire damage, the the wreath of flames that is surrounding the statue winks out because you have destroyed its last remaining hit point, which is, it was at one hit point. So there you go. Um, and inside is a Kevin. Yay! Kevin! Hi. Uh, oh, that's Ely. I was just thinking about her. Weird, huh? Oh, no. Um, do you think you could think about her a little bit less? Uh, well... She's flying in a cloud of daggers and laughing maniacally. So, um, I'll try? <laughs> I mean, I'm usually good at distracting myself, but that that's, that's kind of draws the eye. Uh, I'm going to have to wait for my turn to make a will save for that. Or whatever will saves are called in this particular edition. Uh, oh, that's right. You don't know about Dungeons and Dragons rules. Uh, oh, that's going to be a lot of explaining. Uh, there's this thing called the fourth wall. Have you heard of it? We'll worry about... Well, we're in a round room, so... Oh, it's actually over there. Oh, wait, no, uh, no, well. not anymore. It's a, look, this is this is a really long story, and it's actually Zeely's turn. So, um, suggestion, duck. Okay. And hollow Zeely casts, or I could refer to her as other Zeely, like other mother, uh, casts fireball. I would like to cast counterspell. Okay, she's casting it at 8th level. Ooh! Oof. Um. <laughs> so, make your roll. Okay, um, let me check my abilities. And uh, while you're doing that, go ahead, uh, Mazir, and roll your damage, because Zili is making no move to get out of the Cloud of Daggers. She sees it as an acceptable terrain feature. I see everybody else's D&D games have started up. <laughs> yep, because the server's going cattywampus. And that, that Can is Can we spend 11. the inspiration? You may always spend your inspiration on a D20 roll. Unless you don't have it, in which case... Yeah. I, I do not... <laughs> I did not allow, I am not Tom Nook. You cannot go into debt for inspiration. <laughs> but you can pay it back anytime you like. Anytime, it's up to you. And Halazili's taking 10 points. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. The, the most suspenseful moment is totally not anyone's fault here. It's sidekick <laughs> slowing down. <laughs> 
I'm going to leave in this conversation as we wait for Sidekick to, to like, Catch come on, up. Sidekick. <laughs> come on, Sidekick. I take back all the bad things I've said about you. I take back half of the bad things I've said about you. One quarter. Come on, Sidekick. Okay, come take on, back one sidekick. of the things i said. Sidekick, you can do it. Come on, Sidekick. Oh, come uh, on, that's Sidekick. That's not, not Counterspell. Now, there is someone else who has the ability to cast Counterspell. I do. I do. I and do. I do. We'll give it a shot. Because that's a lot of damage coming our way. An eighth level fireball yep. with with that's... resistance to fire spells not being counted? Yeah. Well, again, we're waiting on Sidekick. <laughs> yeah. This is where we go on break and come back 10 minutes later and we're like, well, we're still waiting. A 15. It's not uh, going to counter an 8th level spell. Nope. It will not. Okay. 13d6 plus 5. Ow. Everyone, <sighs> your save versus spells. And this is going to be uh, save DC 19. Yeah. <laughs> what? Did I do? Okay. 30, 20. I should roll with sidekick. I used the Avre. I seemed to have gotten a faster response. I can tell you the damage right now. It wasn't any good, but it was a faster response. <laughs> and that 16 will not do it, though it would have been nice to get that earlier. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, 26 for me. Okay, so you make the save. It, for those of you who made the save, it, it, I've got some good news for you. It will only be 24 points of damage if you made the save. Is it damage? If you made the save, it's 24. If you did not make the save, it's 48. Resistances yep. to fire damage do not count. Okay. Because of uh, being a sorcerer and elemental affinities and all that fun stuff. She has yeah. the feet. She has a feat that, uh, yeah. I have 16 hit points left. Ow. Ow. I took, yeah, I took the full brunt of that, too. Uh, actually, my ward will take some of that, but that will then take it down. Kevin, please, could you not... There's Think a pile about... of ash where Kevin was. Oops. Oh, he, no. He didn't have 24 hit points. No, he did not. We did what we could. We both tried to counter it. <sighs> the laughter is starting to get on your nerves, possibly, because it, it's sounding louder. Quick I and spell, firebolt! You... Uh, Eric, does Quick 19 hit you? 19 does not hit me. 19 does not hit you? What's your AC, 20? 20. Okay, so the firebolt misses you, but it's sent your way. Bryn, your turn. Bryn has gone quiet. The DM is slightly worried. Kevin is not. Kevin is feeling no pain right now. <laughs> he is beyond all mortal concerns. Well, no, that's not entirely true. There are plenty of Kevins who are in the realm of mortal concerns who are thinking, we just got hit by a not fireball. Again. <laughs> <laughs> not again. There is one less Kevin in the multiverse. Across the multiverse, several people breathe a sigh of relief, not knowing why. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> So, you think this is funny? Hideous laughter. You're casting hideous laughter on Hollow Zeely? Yes. What's the role I have to make? Wisdom saving throw DC 16. Well, uh, according to D&D Beyond, I have rolled a mighty six. Uh, so, um, Hollow Zeely falls from the sky and lands on her back and is laughing. Like The laughter has not changed, but the body posture has. She's now holding her gut. Okay. And that was Bryn's turn. So next up is Kevin. Uh, the ash pile starts to move. Well, that's not normal. Huh. And the air around the ash pile, as it, the ash just sort of gets pulled up into the air above uh, the ground, starts to shimmer. Ulfgar, you're up. All right. Well, 
uh, the statue's out, and we have the pile of ashes now beginning to move, and we have hollow pocket dragon laughing maniacally, but now on the ground and prone. I don't suppose you know banishment. Uh, you would be wrong. I do know banishment. Oh, I was familiar with more, banishment as well. More importantly, I am. I have memorized banishment. Uh, my concern is that if this thing is a sorcerer, sorcerers generally have good charisma saves, and banishment is a charisma save. It's not in any condition to counter, clearly, because it's incapacitated, but I do not know how that affects charisma saves. I know how it affects dex saves. <laughs> you know, this doesn't affect the game mechanics at all, but in my head canon, Zeely, in all her years as a powerful sorcerer, has figured out how to use laughter as the verbal component to many spells. <laughs> That's that... not how I'm going to play this, Zeely, but still. Yeah. But I realize if I, if I do something like that to the two while it is currently um, laughing, that will disrupt your laughter and cause it to probably be freed from that. Banishment doesn't do damage. I know, but I'm worried it simply will not take effect. But I have the slots, so we're going to try that. Worst case is nothing happens. Okay, what am I making my save for? Uh, charisma save DC 16. Yeah. Um, it's a sorcerer. So FYI, <laughs> Bryn, would you like to share what the bonus to charisma saving throws is for Zeely? Uh, it's plus 11. Yeah. yeah. A 5 so, is all she's going to need. So good, good news, I rolled a 7. Bad news doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. So I could not yeah. banish it. The laugh track continues. As I said, I did not figure that would, a player level, that would not work. Okay. Uh, I will, again, try to move closer to the now fallen pocket dragon and ready to, ready to do something else should the dragon survive to the next round. If nothing else, you can make a melee attack at advantage. Yes, that's the other option I have. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's a statue's turn. Uh, the pieces of rock start to move towards each other. It's regenerating. How lovely. Mazir, it's your turn. Uh, I... Dismiss the cloud of daggers and go in for a melee attack on Halazine. You mean the melee attack that would give you advantage without you having to do anything else so you can roll your sneak attack damage? Why, yes, that melee attack. <laughs> See, that's just why I figured let the rogue do it. <laughs> let the let the Wookiee win. Let the rogue make the melee attack. Yeah. Let the rogue who can have six to hit. Yep. It's a glancing blow. I've used that joke before, but I'm going to keep doing it. No one can stop me. And 25 damage. Which means she gets to attempt another wisdom saving throw at advantage. Well, the first roll is a 17. Well, she's free. A dirty 20 for the second roll, in case you were wondering. <sighs> uh, does a 14 hit? A 14 for Zeely? No. Actually, no, yes. For Zeely, it will hit. Okay. Unless she casts shield. She may cast shield. She does cast shield. Okay. Then I won't tell you what damage I rolled. Okay. And that's Eric. turn. Eric? How far was I away, away from Bryn at the moment? Um, you and Bryn were always in front of the statue, so you, I would say that you were both within 20 feet of each other. Closer if you wanted to be. Mm, all right. So my first... Mm, darn it. Hold on. Did you mean Bryn or Zeely? Bryn. Okay. So yeah, you're within 20 feet of Bryn. You could move right, to Zeely well, this turn um, if you wanted to. How far is Zeely away? 30 feet. Okay. Let's go to Zeely. As the kobold flies, you're 30 feet away from Zeely. Though the kobold is not flying because the kobold fell out of the air. 
Yes, the kobold has not had her turn yet since she fell out of the air, so she's technically still prone, even though she's no longer laughing. The co- the um, the um, human would like to go attack the, uh, okay. the pocket dragon. We're going to go ahead and attack. First one is going to be a wrathful... And it's a shame she's already cast shield and therefore doesn't have a reaction available. No, shield uh, lasts for the turn. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's a 19 to hit. Until your next turn, yeah. Okay. So it's a I shouldn't be helping you, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the DM appreciates that. All the help the DM has given the party over the years that we've been playing together, the DM is appreciative of any help that is sent his way. Makes for a better uh, story. 20, but you rolled a 21, didn't you? Or a 20? No, the uh, the first one was a. Tw- uh, am I rolling an advantage? Yeah, um, it's prone. She's prone, so yes, you're rolling an advantage. Okay, the first one was a twenty-one. The second was an eighteen. So a twenty. Okay. We're gonna do twelve points of damage, and then okay. the raffle smite will be a wisdom twelve. Uh, seventeen. Oh, poo. I'm really liking the the die rolls. Um, go ahead and take five damage just because of the raffle smite. Didn't do with the. Wrathful Smite did, so it's 12 plus 5, so 17. Second, 16 plus 8, so 24. 24 will hit. Uh, Zeely is bloodied. And then the, dam- the damage is going to be 6 damage. Okay. Somewhere else, entirely different from here, Zeely's like, but I feel fine. I don't know what anyone's talking about. I am so mad at this piece of the Infernal Machine for replicating magical items. Okay, it is Zeely's turn. Uh, she has stopped laughing. And she does use her movement to fly up into the air again. Oddly enough, there's no cloud of daggers up there anymore. This will allow you, Eric, and you, Ulfgar, because you both moved to the melee range to t- make an attack of opportunity, if you so wish. I shall. Uh, you will use my reaction. So I'm going to wait, because I may need to counter or block some damage. Okay. Yeah, I'm holding my reaction as well. Uh, I'll go ahead and attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, 25. A 25 will hit. Shield wouldn't help in this case. Uh, only five points of damage. Well, it's an additional insult to the... And uh, this flying kobold looks down at you and says, You fight well, but you won't take the window from us. It's ours, like everything else. It's mine, like everything else. You will hurt, like everything else. You will all hurt and suffer, like everything else. Like you? Are you suffering? You got a lot of angst in you, man. Every single day, but not as much as you will. Fireball! Counterspell? This time it's cast at 4th level. You still want to counter it? I am... It's not an 8th level counter this time. I am capable of upcasting counterspell. Okay. So if I I counterspell at 4th level, that'll just wipe it. Okay. Then it goes poof. Quicken spell! Firebolt! Yeah, cantrip. Tosses it at Bryn. I figured. That is a 29 to hit. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, the DM has already started rolling down. He had a guess. That's 16 points of fire damage. That'll do it. Bryn drops. That was exactly her remaining hit points. I just rendered unconscious a character with the player's other character. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you did. A character that I have a hard time playing. Okay, but I've got good news for you, Bryn. Uh-oh. It's your turn. So I I get to hope for a nat 20 is what I get to do. Uh, um, let me remind myself of what my constitution is. 
I believe this is just the constitution check, not a save, but I don't have, but it wouldn't make a difference because I am not proficient in constitution saves. Okay. Uh, sidekick. Uh, that's a failure. Okay. So, um, you, my friends, you know me very well. We have been playing together for years. And you know that I usually, or at least frequently, when there is a player making death saves, I don't leave it at just that. Bryn. Yes? You are very much aware that you just took a firebolt to the face. You are also aware that you're not in that round room anymore. These are uh, disconcerting data points when combined. No, 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 no. You no. are, you recognize the person who's in front of you. They're, they're not looking at you. They're not interacting. They're not looking, they're not talking to you or anything. You just see them. They look like the statue only in actual human size not statue size. And they seem to be having a rather animated conversation. Really? To themselves. There's no other person in this room. You're in, it looks like it might be a library, and they're walking around, and they're, they're, they're picking up books and putting them on shelves and stuff, but occasionally they'll just turn and face a wall to talk to it for a while. This, and they are completely ignoring you. This is not the afterlife I was expecting. <laughs> That's an out-of-context quote. What do you say, because we have reached the end of this round of initiative, that we take a short break, because we've been playing for over an hour, and then we come back in a little bit. Sounds good. And I just saw 15 show up. (laughs) 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 All right, we'll be right back. I'm going to press some buttons. Okay, we are back. Apparently at some point someone hopped into the Twitch stream chat to ask, does DM stand for Donut Master? Uh, It's a shame that it does not, because now I want some. Uh, That was Andre Plays Games. That is a name I have not seen in a while, but that's someone who has followed my Twitch stream for quite some time. Hello, Andre J. Plays Games. Good to see you again. Uh, So, also, during our brief intermission... Bryn got inspiration. You will not know why, but there may have been a spit take involved. Mm -hmm. Moving forward, boldly going forward, because we can't find reverse. Co-boldly going forward because, um... Because there is one, yes. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so it is Kevin's turn. He reforms. That's a new trick. Ow. This is a very unusual experience for me right now. It's not exactly uh, something we're familiar with either. Uh, I guess not. Oh, Zeely's still here. Um, what happened to Bryn? She caught a firebolt to the face and a powerful fireball. Well, we all caught that. Uh, yeah, I think I caught that too. Uh-huh, more ways than one. If so, you can uh, do I, anything to help Zeely, we'd appreciate it. I don't actually have spell slots. The DM never really statted me for this game. So uh, I think she it's going to be up to you. back from the dead, lad. <laughs> I mean, that, that's came... still... That's, I don't think I was dead. Pretty sure there's an afterlife. Yeah. I wasn't in it. All right. At least one of me would have remembered. Also, I think it's your turn now, Ulfgar. All right. How high up is our pocket dragon, Zeely? 20 feet in the air. Excellent. All right. Uh, beyond the range of Eric, certainly. 
Uh, although Mazir may have some additional weapons, I'm not sure Eric is very good at attacking at range. Well, We're things see if we... the DM has talked about are any inclination. Eric might still have a target by the time it's his turn. True, true. So, I'm of two minds. Uh, I saw the stones trying to move back together. That could that statue could be a problem if it reforms. Um, we don't know if there's something we can do to stop that. Ulfgar is also a little peeved at the fireballs and fire from this flying kobold, uh, and is design is would like to do something about that. Uh, but he's not. Yeah, Bounty Dragon Flying Circus. Uh, it is bloodied, correct? Um, bloodied. Your understanding is that the Zeely is bloodied, but your understanding is also, well, Kevin just came back. Right, so things aren't behaving as they should. Uh, I have no way to help Zeely. All right, we're going to go with my first instinct. We're going to cast Telekinesis, and what I'm going to do with that is, if I can get it back on my screen... Uh, I can maneuver or manipulate creatures or objects by thought. When you cast a spell, and as your action for the round duration, you may exert your will on one creature or object that I can see within range, causing the appropriate effect below. Creature, you can try to move a huge or smaller creature. I'm going to guess this flying kobold is at least small. Uh, I can make an ability check as my contested by the creature's strength check. I'm going to guess that something oh, this Zili small... Is incredibly strong for... I'm going to guess not. <laughs> a, it's a cobalt. <laughs> B, it's a sorcerer. Generally, those two things add up to a low strength rating. Well, I will tell Zili's you that... strength modifier is minus three. Yeah, Zili is on. weaker than any cobalt I've ever played. <laughs> because I so, use standard array. What I will have to do is make a... Stat. I will make a d20 roll. Compared against her D20 roll, uh, I will use my spellcasting modifier. The target will use its strength modifier. I'm hoping I win this. Because <laughs> if I don't, it's sad. <laughs> well, I have a roll for you. I'm just waiting to hear your number. Mine is a 12. Including the negative 3 modifier, it's a 15. Dang. All right, so I don't move anything this round. I can continue this for up to 10 minutes. Well, Azili has taken note. Hmm? And is that now is looking my in action. direction. It is a spell that I have. It's an action spell, so it's not a bonus action or anything. So okay, I am done. I'm not moving because it's no. There's no point in moving at this point. Uh, how wide is this chamber? Sixty feet. Sixty feet in diameter. Diameter. Okay, so one twenty across the whole thing. No, no. All right. Sixty feet in diameter, not radius. Oh, sir, I was thinking radius. Yeah, yeah my head it backwards. All right. Yep. No, we're good. All right. I'm not moving at this point. There's no point. Okay. Uh, next up, the statue reforms and it holds one hand out towards the back of the room, a spot where Ulfgar was briefly, but then moved away from that spot. So it currently is currently a free space, uh, free parking, if you will, uh, free parking for several things that seem to be beginning to land in that space. Uh-oh. Two of which appear to be on the short side, two of which appear to be taller. And Zeely says, you're really good at this. I can use you. The window never thought of you. Not this powerful. Yeah, that's not really ominous at all. Yeah, no. Of course not. Mazir. There we go. Yes. Would you like to do anything? It is your turn in the initiative order. Uh, yes. I'm going to run over to Bryn and attempt to stabilize. Wise. The DM is not quite ready for his third character death ever. I'm sorry, what was that? My medicine's only a plus two, but I got a 17. Okay. And I've got to beat a 10. 
Okay, so Bryn, you don't have to make death saves anymore. Thank you. Do I still roll to see if I get nat 20s, and or do I the, stop the DM, rolling? The DM will allow you to roll to see if you get a nat 20, but failures will no longer count. Okay. Unless someone comes over and hits you again. In that case, it's yeah. all bets are off. <laughs> Eric. So this form, this new form is around me, or even the though I'm closer, sta- I was... The statue I, came back together. It is... It is near the pedestal, so it's within melee range of you. Uh, you. You have to move a little bit, but you won't be invoking an attack of opportunity because Hollow Zeely is already in the air. Um, but it is creating four additional forms in the back of the room. Crap, we got to stop it. All right, I'm going to go attack that son of a gun. Four additional forms. Oh, no. Don't but I'm not here. <laughs> well, uh, physically... I am Person. definitely not mentally here. Well, dep- it really depends on the definitions. Because <laughs> you're in the game. <laughs> what was your roll? First attack was a 12. That's its AC. Oh, wow. Why do you think all the hits were hitting? <laughs> uh, let's go with a uh, 10 for damage. Okie dokie. And you are not taking any fire damage because that particular ability went away the first time you broke it into pieces. Okay. Second attack. Uh, 20. Not 20 or dirty? No, no, dirty. Okay. Well, yeah, that still hits either way. And then nine points damage for that one. I'm looking forward to a moment where you get to crit with a smite. That'd be nice. Okay. Anything else? No, that's two attacks. Okay. Zeely's turn. I'm not used to saying that without hearing maniacal laughter yeah. immediately after. Yeah, I, I, it was a struggle to not react to that. <laughs> the DM would be okay with it if it happened, to, to be honest. But moving forward. Koboldly moving forward. Where no kobold has kobolded before. He said he was my friend. He's gone now. He left. They all left, except for fools. I do not suffer fools. One moment while the DM pauses to look up the right spell. Oh, no. Where are I know Zili has cast, was it? I know uh, she has unlearned certain spells. Yep, and it's probably for the best, I'll tell you that. (laughs) Which spell? Um, can you keep a secret? So can you. Yeah. Okay, well, let's go with the sixth level wall of fire. Oh, no. So, um, Eric. Yo. Could you make a dexterity saving throw for me? Yes, I can. Whoa. That's a 19. That is exactly what you needed to roll. Yay, winning. I think that means half damage. Okay, what are we looking at? Uh, double checking. It do- that does mean half damage, right? I assume. It's, there's two wizards in the party, so I was yeah. hoping for confirmation. Either has, looking, either has Wall of Fire. <laughs> but the other one plays his character on the regular, so... Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't have Wall of Fire handy. Half as much damage on a successful save. Okay, so yeah, that's right. Just trying to make sure I do this correctly. I mean, we don't have a large fan base, but at some point, hypothetically, if we do, I don't want people to go, um, actually, if you had cast that spell correctly, this would have happened at this particular point, and really everyone should have died instantly, like five turns ago, and it shut up. <laughs> Moving forward, that's 78 points of damage divided by two. Uh, that is going to be 16 points of fire damage, but you are resist—actually, no, your resist doesn't matter, because this is easy. So 16 points of fire damage. Okay. Brynn. Just to make this official, this is the this is the— most damage I've taken in any campaign that we've played for Eric Perez. This makes me smile. <laughs> I am providing a valuable service. Pain 
and misery and death save. Wait. That's right. The DM has com- conflicting emotions. Uh, yes, Archbeth, the healer is out of commission, but is she really the healer? Is she really? Yes. <laughs> Closest thing we got. Yeah, Closest yeah, thing we right. got, yep. Um, we introduced a new character of Chris's in the group one session earlier today, and it's a warlock on the celestial path, so Ooh. she can cast healing spells. I was joking, saying we have to throw her into this group just so that we have a healer that doesn't hurt herself in the process. Hey, I figured out how to heal without hurting myself. Yes, use false life, and that works. Also, this particular warlock And it's is, very disturbing. There, This particular warlock's pact is with the Raven Queen, so there's that too. Okay, but as we were saying, Bryn, it is your turn. Yes. Go ahead and make a d20 roll to see if you can oh. come back. You're stabilized, so a failure won't mean you a, a failed death save, but... That is Ooh. not an at 20. No, but I'll count that as a success for you. I thought successes just stabilize you and an at oh, 20 yeah. is... Yeah, you're right. Never mind. The DM's trying to be helpful, but thank you for helping the DM not be helpful. Wait. Sorry. I mean, that's fair. Wait. <laughs> why? <laughs> um, Out of context. I don't know why. <laughs> so um, you're, the scenery is changing for you, but... Um, you no longer see this person speaking anim- animated way to, to walls and stuff. Uh, you see there's some type of battle happening. There's a lot of armed soldiers. There's groups that are running through rooms and hallways. You don't really want to think, I'm sure, about how you're able to tell what's happening in multiple hallways at the same time. This might raise philosophical questions that you're not quite ready to answer, or the DM could be totally wrong. It's your call. Um, I'm seeing from the point of view of the tower. And the tower makes them go away. It takes a lot of the tower's strength to do so. It doesn't kill the tower. It's really hard to kill a tower, especially one that can warp reality around itself. But it needs to take a breather after that. So it goes to sleep. Oh. All right. Next up is Kevin's turn. Hey, um, Zeely, could we, uh, could we have a conversation about maybe not laying waste to everything? I've, I've been outside, <laughs> and I, I kind of like existing. I, I'm, I'm pro-existence, that, that's a thing. By the way, that laughter was canon for Zeely. Thank you. The DM appreciates it. And you've already gotten that point of inspiration, so I can't give you another. Please do not give Holo Zeely inspiration. I don't have to. She had it at the start. No, that's real Zeely's inspiration. Yeah, real Zeely's... Uh, Holo Zeely's based off of real Zeely. It occurs to me that the statue was actually hollow because it had a Kevin inside. Kevin! It was a crunchy outside chewy center. Please do not chew the Kevin. You don't know where he's lick? Going. Can we lick the Kevin? No. May Please also not don't. The Kevin would prefer if you did not lick the Kevin. Not after last time. He will not give you the details about what happened last time. There may have been a T-Rex that he named Stacy. <laughs> I love referencing campaigns that have not been recorded. <laughs> Especially when I'm not the one running them. And, and Bryn and Eric haven't been there. True. <laughs> also true. <laughs> oh, good times. Uh, so. And hopefully more. <laughs> Zeely, after that bout of laughter, turns to Kevin and says, You don't 
understand. You can't understand. You need free will so I can use you. So you'll never understand. I don't like the moral implications of that statement. Ulfgar, your turn. Okay, we're going to try and bring Zeely back down to the ground again because Eric and Mazir can do much more damage than I can to it. The Zeely goes up, the Zeely goes down. He goes up, yep. the Zeely goes down. So also, again, for Eric, if he wants to continue to fight the statue, he's going to have to stand inside a wall of fire. Yeah. Okay, a All 23. All right, that's I uh, must make a strength check, essentially. Oh, we've already established he's really good at those. Yep. <laughs> um... So, the good news is, according to D&D Beyond, that's a 17. Okay, I win. No, that's the good news. <laughs> Zeely has a minus three to strength. Yay! And it said the total was 17. Oh, so that's no. A yeah. What? I rolled a nat 20 for Zeely. Oh. Yeah. Well, but I have a 23. Oh, dear stars, Holo Zeely has real Zeely's weird thing where she keeps rolling well on things she has a negative modifier for. Like all those con saves early in Pack Tactics Season 1. Well, here's the thing. I still won because I beat her by 6. <laughs> uh, nat 20 is a nat 20, though. Yeah, but it's not a, it's not a saving throw. It's a, contested con- it's a contested roll. Whoever has the higher total wins. Eh, you know what? Considering it's 9.53 p.m., I'll give it to you. Okay. It's not a save. Basically, all I can do with this is move the hollow Zeely 30 feet in any direction. And you move uh, her down. I move her down to where Mazir can hopefully do a lot more damage to it than I can. So here's the question. You said you could move her 30 feet. She was 20 feet in yes. the air. I'll bring her down to the ground and leave her on, pin her on the ground, leaving her prone. Okay. You do not attempt to move her a full 30 feet down. No, uh, it's, it's not like it's a, yeah, I would love to put her in the ground, metaphorically and physically, <laughs> but well, it, the spell I, is I not I put her six strong. feet down, then I kept going. Yeah, <laughs> metaphorically. Uh, the target is considered restrained, which also will provide Mazir with advantage. So it's prone slash restrained. Take your pick on whichever way you want to slice it. Okay. It's the statue's turn. It is continuing to hold its hand out and point them at these four forms that are forming. Um, one of them appears to be a tiefling. The other one, most likely a human. The tiefling stands out because horns. So the form is much oh, more recognizable. Oh, no, that's um, what I thought. One of them is wide enough that it's likely a dwarf. And the other one appears yeah. to be... Okay, that's weird. It, it looks like it's one halfling in a trench coat. <laughs> and um, that's what I thought. <laughs> Uh-oh. Like I said, I can use you. Well, not you, but you. I don't like being used. <laughs> Mazir. Mm-hmm. It is your turn. Do I have to go through the wall of fire to get to Zeely? Uh, no. Zeely's on either the good side or the bad side of the wall of fire, depending on whose side you're on. But Zeely is on the wall of fire side that you're on. The statue okay. and the four forms are on the other side. And she's restrained. Correct. Currently. Okay. I'll move over and make a melee attack. Okay. Is one immune to one's own wall of fire? Oh, one is not immune to one's own fireball, so I would guess no. Yeah, one is not immune to one's... And unless she has cast Investiture of Flame, she is not immune to her own wall of 
fire. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about the uh, Garfield meme again. Wait, Zeely cast the wall? I thought that was the statue that did that. No, the statue's bringing up the four forms. Never mind. No, that, yeah, the, the, the wall of fire is Zeely's. Okay. Hopefully, an attack by Mazir will disrupt her concentration on such. It, it, it's a possibility. I, I would hope so. <laughs> it's a possibility, except she has a plus 10 to con saves. Well, that DC can go really high when a rogue sneak attack gets up there. <laughs> oh, true. Oh. oh, yeah, that's right. I hadn't thought about sneak attack damage against a prone target. Yeah. That's what I was hoping for, or at least in this case, a restrained target, if nothing else. And this is us buying time, waiting for Mazir to make the attack. Oh, I was waiting for everybody to stop talking. Oh. <laughs> no, we were Sorry. waiting for you, so we were filling the space. Yeah, <laughs> Does a natural 20 hit? Yeah! <sighs> oh, yes! Yeah. 20 she's... sneak attack! Yeah. Oh my gosh! This is gonna be wonderful. This might oh, be lethal that... damage. Yeah, that's what okay, I'm hoping so li- for. <laughs> so listen closely, I want you to roll... All of the dice you have. You you may think you've misheard me. Uh, That's 47. Was that with the crit? Yes. Okay. So you you rolled double the sneak attack damage also? Mm Mm-hmm. That that feels like it's low, but, you know, I'm not... Well, this other one was 25, so I I think that's reasonable. It's only, what, 5d6? Yeah, it's 5d6. So 10, an average would be 35, uh, plus the weapon. Okay. So that sounds about kosher. Might okay. be a little under, but not huge. Well, I would say Zili's still standing, but the whole prone thing. Yeah. Zili's so, still breathing. DC for the concentration check would be 23. <laughs> well, that's a mighty 15. The wall of flame goes poof. Thank you. Thank you, Mazir. <laughs> Mazir found the light switch. Yep. <laughs> Provide a valuable service. Actually, in this particular case, it's like Mazir found those remotes for uh, garage door openers. You see the wall of flame just slowly goes and rise up slowly. Eric goes through before it opens up all the way, smashes his face, and and damages the wall of flame on the way in. Choose what happens. Just remember to not go in further than uh, that tennis ball that's hanging like partway back, because otherwise you're going to hit hit your fender against the back wall uh, of the garage door. Uh, Moving forward. Mazir, was that your turn? Uh, yeah, that was my turn. Okay. I <sighs> tried a dagger attack, but a 12 is not going to hit. Uh, no, unfortunately. So, Eric. Yo. You are in a target-rich environment. Yeah. Would you like to go for Zeely? How far Statue. away is Zeely? Uh, Zeely's within movement of you. I would say 30 feet or so. Uh, is the statue going to get attack of opportunity if I break up? The statue doesn't seem to be paying attention to you. Okay. And Zeely. Okay. All right, we're going to do a... Do I have another one ready? I can go ahead and do a Branding Smite. Okay. Uh, Let's see. 14, does it hit? A 14. Let's see. If a character's restrained, they can't cast a spell that's a reaction, can they? Uh, Let me check. Oh, you get advantage, though, Eric. Yeah, because your target's prone. Yeah. Restrained, restrained, restrained. It doesn't say anything about reactions. Yeah. Creatures' attack rolls have disadvantage, though. So, if it if it's a spell that would require an attack roll, uh, it would have disadvantage on that attack roll. Well, this would be a case about, of shield. Uh, no, shield shield would be fine. It does. It still has reactions. Okay, so a fourteen is not going to hit because Yili cast shield. How about nineteen? A nineteen is exactly what shield raised it to. So nineteen will 
do the trick. Okay, yeah, you're damaged. We're gonna go ahead and we're gonna do the eight plus four, which is twelve points of damage. Let me go ahead and do the branding smite. Uh, that's gonna be six additional damage. How do you want to do this? Yeah, righteous. Although the forty something damage from Razier certainly helped. <laughs> yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. And Mazir helped. <laughs> a lot. A lot. <laughs> exactly, a lot. Mazir's MVP the... this time. Stabilized Bryn and did a significant amount of damage to Zeely. I like to I set him sword. up, Eric takes him down. That's right. What? What? I set him I up, to... Eric takes him down. Yep, that's okay. To bring as long the, as I don't get back uh, again. <laughs> sword down in a stabbing direction, kind of... Uh, with kind of a, a, a reversed uh, reversed um, swing, um, trying to be as fancy as possible, and entering and channeling my inner Witcher uh, for this particular strike. The statue summons forth a bard that starts talking about throwing oh, coins at you. Gosh. <laughs> oh, you take forty-eight points of bludgeoning damage from gold coins that are tossed your way. No. None of this oh, is no. canon. None of this is true. Okay, so you do this mighty strike from above. The hollow zeely dissipates, and Kevin walks over to the statue, puts a hand on... Okay, well, he can't really put a hand on its shoulder. It's really tall. But he puts a hand on its back and says, Give us a moment. And the statue puts its hand down. The four beings that are, at this point, very clearly copies of you aren't fully formed. You can still see through them, but they don't continue to form. This is good. Well, yes and no. I was kind of hoping I was real. I mean, I didn't put it together, but enough of me are yelling in my head right now that they put it together. I'm afraid I don't understand. Yeah, I didn't quite get it either. Um, I'm a window. Uh-huh. Window. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, I... I'm in a lot of places at once. Usually it's kind of fun. Uh, I get on a lot of people's nerves because I'm very easily distracted by being in a lot of places at once. But, you know, that's a thing. And Kavrim doesn't have... How do I say this in a way that doesn't insult me? Because technically I'm also Kavrim. Um, Imagination isn't a key feature. So I remembered me coming here. Kavrim, the castle Kavrim remembered me coming here a couple years ago with, like, the, the actual me coming here with a bunch of wizards from uh, Nalith Academy. And it remembered me, so it's been using me as a way to look into other realities and summon all the things, including Zeely and <laughs> Beholders and the, the the really weird spider things. The me that met those never figured out what they were called. He just called them the worst spiders. Um, let's see. We should feel lucky he wasn't thinking about totally knowing Daldane. <laughs> but he does. Isn't that how that works? Oh, everyone know, totally knows Daldane, and he met Daldane the same time he met Zeely, so yes. So let's see if I can do this. And he concentrates, and a small vial appears in his hands. Okay, um... Anyone want to see if an imagined healing potion works? Yes. Okay. We may as well try it. Okay. Uh, Bryn? Yes? Wow, I rolled really low. You are conscious with two hit points. Whoops, I accidentally applied two damage. Let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. 
Maybe first time for this ah! character, but not the first time. Hey, oh, welcome thank back the to the land I'm of back. Living. I'm back. I'm back. I didn't get eaten by the tower. I'm still here. We can still do this. No, it's not over no, uh, yet. No, I didn't eat you. I, I promise I'm not going to eat you. You're the tower? Yeah, kind of, sort of. Uh, it had... I had to... Okay, I am the tower, but I'm not the tower. The tower had to give me some autonomy, or I couldn't look through the eyes of other Kevins to see things to summon to send out and hurt people. Because apparently I really, really want to hurt other people. I I don't get that part. You guys have to forgive me. I'm I saw memories. The tower's memory. Oh, story time. Please do, because I'm completely confused. I think I'm beginning to get it. I think. Okay, if you could explain it to me, that'd be great. I can't explain it to me yet, but I'm there's an understanding that's beginning to sink through the first three or four layers now. The the man the statue was of I was, assume a previous Baron Kavrain. Or was it Kevin? Definitely wasn't me. Okay. No, it wasn't. I saw him talking you, to the tower. You saw, you saw Kevin or Baron Kavrain? Baron Kavrain. And now when Bar- when the Baron left, it needed someone the to The tower was invaded. Attacked oh, by after a lot. the Baron? I Wait. Don't know the. The, the Baron was that. involved in the defenses of the tower. Okay. Uh, he he was a very was, decent spellcaster, but he is no longer. He was the still tower. there, right? Yeah. But I I think what we're trying, what I think is, the tower missed him. Yes. And then invited yes. someone else and could use. It went for, to sleep right. after making everyone go away. I don't. Right. I didn't see anything after that, but I think he died while it was asleep. That, okay, and then it woke up again. And he was or, gone. And he was gone, and now he was looking for the looking for the Baron and can't find the Baron, because the Baron, how, however many long years the Baron passed, and instead attracted Kevin, or attracted a Kevin? It, I, I, we, me, pronouns are weird. Um, the tower me, the tower that really is me, Remembered a Kevin coming here from okay from uh, Nailith Academy. Nailith Academy, and that Kevin is is that Kevin you? I'm a copy, just like it's those. It's like a and really good simulacrum. He points at the forms okay. in the back of the room, just like their copies, except um, I what's going on over there? Uh, Castle Kavreen can make duplicates of things that it's. Seen. I got that part. Um, it's seen us. Um. And no, I mean we they're frozen. Oh, I, we're in I, it now. I had a conversation with myself. Okay, so there's At multiple point, me's and no multiple stranger. worlds, and this is still the weirdest situation I've ever been in. So we're dealing with two versions of you here: the original well, and you, or you. Well, there's there's a real me that's at Nath Academy who's very confused right now. And there's also the copy me that's here that is equally very confused right now. How did they make a copy of you? Because it's like a really good simulacrum. The castle right. has seen the original Kevin, one of them, so the castle could make a copy. Got it. Got it. Got the it. The castle okay. can only copy things that it's seen. But how so did once it, it copy? How did it see you? If it's if you're the original, the, the, the original came here. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, that's where I missed it. Yes, I was and like, how did the tower see you way over there? But you came oh, here. The far. original came here. And thus copied you. And I you imagine see that, that there without me. Right. But here's, I think I see what has gone awry. 
in that Kevin exists in multiple planes. You are a copy of that Kevin, but two of you are never on the same plane. Is that correct? Um, so far as we can remember, no. That, that's never happened. So, we have a, so here we have a unique situation in which we have the original and the copy on the same plane of existence. That should be a major problem because, as Brynn pointed out, some lacrums generally don't coexist with their original. Yes, they do. Oh. No, I think clones, clone, don't. clones don't. Clones don't. Simulacrums yeah, okay. are, are like a, a helper character. They right. are physical illusions. But Imagine, Kevin, if you will, that you want to build a snowman and then the snowman goes into yeah. battle with you. Right. In this case, the problem is that with two Kevins having similar abilities on the same plane of existence causes probably some sort of problem on many levels. Uh, mostly philosophical on our part, but not so much physical problems. What about it's, magical problems? Um, I'd rather not think about that right now. <laughs> well, this is where this is where Brynn and I suddenly have an, our area of expertise. But this is a this is a new situation. We would we would have to study this in some way, but I don't think we have the time. Yeah, and also um, maintaining me costs a lot. I think for the tower. Uh, that's I would yeah. imagine it does, given the nature of your particular abilities. Maintaining that must consume a huge amount of magical energy. I'm surprised the tower could do more. Is the tower gaining in strength over time? Um. Well, you know how long rest gets you more spell slots. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yes. So, um, if it goes dormant again, yes, it hasn't been dormant for a while now. Um. Look. Um. Me, Tower Me, if you could, like, we have a lot of questions, and you gave me free will, so that makes it very hard for me to answer any of them. Could could you, uh, could you take care of that? Well, not the free will thing. I like the free will. Don't, don't take, don't take the free will. I, I, no, no give backs for the free will. And the statue raises its hand again and points with one finger at the Ulfgar copy. The, ho- the hollow Ulfgar becomes solid and walks over and sits on the pedestal. What do you want to know? Is that asking, is the copy asking? The copy's asking. Kevin? copy's asking Kevin or us? It, it's, the copy's looking at the four of you. Ah. So many things, but... How do we get it to stop making copies? Well, I'm right here. Yes, and you should not be here. What no, do you I'm, want? That, that's very rude of you to say. I have been here longer than any of you. If anything, oh. you shouldn't be here. Yes, but... Three of us. One of us has a right. That is true. You're not arguing that you belong. No. No. We are arguing that what's happened with the tower, what what's happening with you, is causing chaos within the world. And we have a representative here... Of course, here. I'm causing chaos. Yes. We'd like that to stop. Have you ever... I would like that sense of loss to go away. Well, we can't necessarily help that. However, we so have why someone... should I stop? Well, we're getting to that. We do have someone here who is a descendant. And, Mazir, that's your cue. What is it that you feel you've lost? My friend. The only friend I ever had. I think I just broke Archbeth. <laughs> who are you? I am Mazir, Baroness Cavrine taken from this place when I was a child. What were your parents? This is where we all wish that we knew the backstories better. (laughs) 
I talked over you, Ellie, and I apologize. I said the player doesn't remember. Okay, so we'll we will insert names here, and also insert here which parent was the child of the former Baron, because the DM has also forgotten that detail. And Copy Ulfgar walks over to you and looks up at you and says, "I picked the wrong one to copy. This one is very short." Hey, I resemble that. Yes, we do. Eric is sitting down, crisscross applesauce, just enjoying the, the, the what's going. On. Copy Ulfgar reaches out I'll with a hand. Crouch down so they can look at my face. That's exactly what Copy Ulfgar wanted to do. And they reach out with a hand and they put it underneath your chin and turn your head one to one side and the other. I do see his eyes. I believe you. I think I knew one of your parents. They were very young when I went to sleep. They made him very happy. His happiness made me happy. I can't be him, but I can try to help. Will you stay? That might be best. While you're talking, the room you're in is starting to fade. It's not turning into an empty void, but the huge room that you were walking through to get to this room with the pillars all over the place, that's not what's appearing as this room fades. Instead, you are finding that you are in a somewhat normal size. Your best guess is old storage closet. Normal size for a castle, so it's maybe 30 by 30. So we're not running out of room to stand. (laughs) No, but unlike the other rooms you've been in, this does not appear to be one that has been arranged specifically to be showy or anything. It's just, it's a room. It looks like an old former. A former baron was a spellcaster. Do you require that? I have my own source of power. A heart, that, if you will. But that's not thats not what I'm uh, insinuating. I believe that. But um, is, a, is being a spellcaster necessary for assisting your, um, your current state? It is very bold of you to assume that I need help. Not help, but direction. I'm not going it. That's not what I meant. Perhaps guidance would be a better word. Again, I'm not going any. But I do not like to be alone with fool. When I woke, there were none of the Kavrim within my hall. Others had assumed the role, assumed whatever stories were told about me in your grandfather's were simply stories. They were complacent. They were greedy. They bore no respect for me at all. They're not my problem. If you choose to stay... You have my word. I'll not do that again, unless you ask it. Thank you. This is all nice and all, but uh, what happens to me? I, if your tantrum, no, no offense, but it was a tantrum. Uh, if that's done, like maintaining me costs a lot, doesn't it? By the way, the other three forms in the back of the room are gone. The statue is gone. The pedestal is gone. It does. I will likely have to sleep again much sooner because of it. Would probably be best. If I didn't keep concentrating on you. No offense. Uh, some taken? But also I get it. It's hard for me to concentrate on me too. I have never understood you. I get that a lot. But, um, I suppose the rest of me will remember. There is that. Unless I forget again. I I forget a lot. It's Given that your condition, that's not a surprise. We'll see you again. Maybe. Uh, the DM likes to have me be a recurring character, so it's quite likely. We will certainly not forget you. This experience has been unique. I get that a lot, too. <laughs> That's um, my boy. That's my boy. <laughs> here. And Bryn's going to hug him. He hugs back. Thanks. I. Ulfgar will give him a hearty slap on the back as they're hugging. <laughs> I 
to be honest, I don't get this very often. Thanks. You did good, lad. You did good. Well, until one of me runs into you again, I'm so sorry. And he fades away. And copy Ulfgar sighs and says, I should probably make this copy go away. I'd appreciate it. No offense. It's a little disconcerting. Yeah, I, I get that it's disconcerting. Also, for some reason, I feel like I need to talk a lot in this form, and it's taxing. I mean, how do you stand having so many words in your head that you want to come out? It's not easy all the time. And sometimes you have to kind of explain things in a way that other people got to understand that maybe you understand in a different way. But I got to get all the background information because if they don't understand the fundamentals, they're not going to understand the advanced mechanics involved in the, oh, here we go again. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. You got started, you went on a roll, and that's how it goes. (sighs) Fine. Well, if you need me, let me know. And copy Ulfgar vanishes. And now you're alone in a storeroom. Nasir. <laughs> Could we have done that any better? <laughs> Let's see if we can find somewhere to lie down. Yes. I agree. Yes, I think that I'd, um, that I'd probably fall over again if someone threw a rock at me. <laughs> it's okay. I know a cobalt that could punch you to heal one point of damage. <laughs> Says the last I would appreciate <laughs> if we didn't test that. Actually, if Copy Zeely was summoned again, she could punch you to heal two points. Strength modifier, <laughs> negative three. <laughs> That's not how the mechanic works, Eric, but the DM doesn't care. <laughs> Eric, is, Eric is extremely excited. These past events right here has, has energized him even more, thinking with everybody else being so sore, he is ready to fight. Well, the door that, to the storm that opened, it closes and then opens again. Then waves a little bit. Okay, I think out. that's a cue. <laughs> You've I'll never seen a door sigh, sigh before, but there's a chance that you may have. <laughs> All right. And I'm going to say, because we're going to wrap it up at this point, that uh, the Castle Kavrim is able to lead you to the royal quarters as well as several guest quarters. So you are all able to spend a nice, safe, uninterrupted long rest in an area that is are not Are we going to level up to 11? <laughs> well. Ellie, have you been coaching EO? <laughs> the dm will sleep on this as the rest of you will sleep on this as well yeah so we will start up the next arc of what's what the heck is going on next week thank you everyone for listening thank you everyone for playing the party still has to make a crucial decision about the tower that we'll talk about after we're done recording Let's do a few quick plugs. So Ellie runs a social network, elec.xyz. We have a cast page in our show notes. If you go there, you will see the various social media that those of us who are in these shows are a part of. Eric occasionally streams at twitch.tv slash untamed sin. That's untamed S-Y-N. EO's mom writes books. You can get those at um, elizabeth-mccoy.com. Matt's brother-in-law also writes books. You can get those at nogodsbeforeus.com. And we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Gaming. Help us keep the lights on with other illustrious patrons, including Chris, Cindy, Ellie, and Eric. And until next time, this is Crash saying, man, it's really nice that everyone came back for me eventually. I know that they were looking for me really hard, and they eventually found me, and they saved me from that awful statue. I know that was their plan all along. It's so great to have good friends like that. Good night, everybody. Good night. Goodbye. <laughs>